The Property Brokers Rural Report, in association with One Roof on the muster. Time to catch up now with Conrad Wilkshire out of Property Brokers as we catch up with the team from Property Brokers every couple of weeks here on the muster. Conrad, good afternoon. Afternoon, Andy. Good to chat to you. How's everything in your neck of the woods today? I'll tell you what, the weather down here in the south, it's harder to pick than a broken nose at the moment. It's all over the show. Well, I was talking to John Hay out at Riverton, and while he said it was 12 degrees, he said it's just been a, a brilliant autumn, capping off from a production perspective at least, uh, a really great uh, production year down south, which is in stark contrast. Well, it might have been a bit drier, I understand, in some, some areas in the in the southern region. Uh, compared to the rest of the country, it's, it's been a brilliant season. Yeah, it has been. We did have drier areas, but by all accounts, a lot of people are going into winter with a lot more optimism now, considering what we were facing a couple of months ago. Uh, but we're talking today, though, about the rural market, Conrad. Firstly, we'll start off regarding the rural market, just what's tracking this year calendar-wise as far as sales, um, it's down on last year, but definitely holding opportunity for the reset likely heading into spring. Yeah, look, there's, there is a lot of optimism around spring, and I think there's a bit of realism about where things are currently. Um, you know, we've been talking about tracking the season from July through, but more gladly, Andy, we're sort of leaning into what's happening this calendar year, you know, January to April, and comparing it to last year. And if, and if I look at nationally, um, across dairy and sheep and beef, if you average it out, it's about 50% back on the same time last year. That's January through to April by the value of sales. The, the actual price points of the farms are holding up, but the number of farms selling and the total value of those sales is about, about 50% back. So if I look at the national story, you're, you're, you're talking about a market for that, for that four-month period this calendar year around about $1.8 billion in sales last year now about $850 million this year, so about 53% back um, in the national picture. So that's, um, you know, we'd have done last year about 522 sales on the open market last year, about 20 hectares. This year it's more like 290. So it just gives you a feel for things. Uh, things are uh, certainly, um, the, the number of listings coming forward is, is still there, but then the volume of sales is, has definitely slowed. Um, and look, you can't beat the tide. You know, you've had rising interest rates and high on-farm cost pressures, and you've had a, a lot of natural disasters around the place. Yeah. And so, you know, you you factor all that in, and and it actually, you know, that it, it, there's probably no um, surprise in this. But I think what I would say is that the pace of that slowing has definitely um, accelerated uh, in in this in this period in this calendar year compared to. Previously, when we were chatting, we might have said the market's back about a third. It, it's certainly a lot more than that now. How does Southland compare in these figures, Conrad? Yeah, well, good question. I actually I thought about this coming on. Look, um, as we said a little bit earlier, you've had a good production year, and you know, and I think uh, some of those issues around environmental planning and what have you, there's a lot more clarity around that. Certainly, some very good advocacy down in Southland. So, I think, I think from that perspective. It's quite different to some other regions around the country, but um, the actual sales it does seem to mirror. It does seem to mirror the national picture. Like like I said, the you know all ships uh, rise and fall on the tide, and and, and Southland's no exception. So, if we have a look at January to April, 
20 hectares plus. Uh, there were 71 sales for that for this calendar year. Uh, this time last year, there's some 36 sales. But it does mirror very similarly to what's happening around the country. And But I have a look at the dairy and the split on that um, the, and the sheep and beef. The sheep and beef sales tend to, uh, certainly it's, it's, it's similar. Um, when I have a look at that too, so we had some uh, 21 sales. And I, I like to look at 200 hectares plus because um, it sort of gives you a feel for the, for the larger, more extensive properties. And there were 21 of those sales in 22, um, uh, going through to 22, and there were some nine, uh, sorry, I should say that for this calendar year, there's 12 sales against nine. So you, you'd have to say the larger the larger sheep and beef properties in Southland, there's still good demand, and the sales volumes are still tracking reasonably favourably compared to last year, despite all those economic outlooks and what have you. So... I would have to say, look, there still seems to be strong demand uh, for those larger sort of properties out there, and we are confidently listing and taking those forward. And uh, we had a you know very good sale in the target just the other day. So um, yeah, no, look uh, on that on the dairy, just to close that out. That that is starting to track to similar to the rest of the country. There was there's been nine dairy sales this calendar year, um, none in April. Um, four in March, three in Feb, two in January, sort of making a total of nine. But, um, you know, this time last year, there'd been some 16 sales and, and sales through all the months of April, March, February and January. So so it is, the dairy thing has come off a bit. But, you know, there's still opportunities out there, Andy. So what would your advice be to somebody who's looking at getting into a farm for the first time? Try it because... There's no silver bullet about getting in at the moment, is there? What would your advice be? Um, don't pay too much attention to the media. Um, and I suppose you and I are captured by that, but I, I, I would say there is, while these trends are the trends, it is often when people are looking at their shoes and not looking with their heads up and looking at opportunities, that's when the best opportunities are. And there's never been an easy time to get into land. But if you take dairy, our view has remained unchanged. We, we actually think dairy farms represent some of the best value opportunities, and Southland is definitely no exception. And some of these Tier 2, Tier 3 dairy locations outside of some of the more very favoured Southland dairy areas do represent very, very good buying. And um, there's, many of, there's many a farmer out there that's in the position they are today by trading their way through properties to get to where they ultimately want to get to. And enjoyed, you know, a, a tremendous start by taking on uh, maybe a, a property that needed a little bit more work on it. They may have had it where management, the, the management could be rewarded by um, their activities on the property. And I, I really do think uh, there's a great opportunity to get your foot on the rural ladder at the moment in Southland. Uh, there are some excellent properties down there, and I would argue a Tier 2, Tier 3 dairy farm in Southland compares very favourably the rest of the country. Good on you, Conrad. Appreciate your time on the muster as always. Good to chat, Andy. Conrad Wilkshire, out of property brokers, as they're on the muster every couple of weeks. Talking real estate, great to have the team on board as well. Tuesday afternoon, we are catching up next with Nigel Woodhead, farming in South Otago, somewhere between Balclutha and Milton. Because I'm lost without you.